0: welcome to episode 22 of tim talk the podcast about the dc anime universe co-created by bruce tim i'm chris lord i'm cameron dexter and uh we got ourselves a back-to-back steaming pile of shit this week in terms hey, of episodes well, hold on
1: this the first episode i i went in having very very low expectations for this mm-hmm. for these two episodes the first one was better than i expected <laughs> It's not a steaming pile of shit. It's enjoyable, kind of. It's it's like a, a cold, less fragrant pile of shit. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like Taco Bell meat, kind of. Ooh, shit. oh god. Um, so cool. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm really hungry. Oh no. Um, the second episode, yes, is, was was not. They're, they're both great.
0: They're both pretty bad. Also, uh, after last week's bat plug, I'm just gonna constantly call into question your taste in. Film and television. That's fine.
1: That's fine. I'm gonna make you watch that movie and realize realize how great it is. Earlier
0: today, for for the listeners, I did promise that if I could watch it for free on my couch while drunk, I would.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll get so. that set up. Because if it. anyone has seen it, it's it's great. I did have a nice conversation with one of our listeners last night about about that movie. Oh and my, oh my god.
0: Well, that and you texted me too about uh, the Weekly Planet, which I, I realize we've actually never brought that up before oh right it's like it's
1: basically what we base our whole yeah our whole like setup on
0: it's like a little micro prog almost like yeah they were a huge inspiration for us and i fucking love their podcast but yeah i had not seen triple x return of xander cage and i listened to their episode as they were talking about it and you had so you must have appreciated it that much oh more.
1: it was it's so good i i want to see it again after listening to them talk about it I love that even when you
0: say the word good, you know that it's like a. Oh, I a, know it's a, a, a but it's like a weird definition of good. But
1: I mean, it's <laughs> our 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 initial friendship was based off of a bad movie. Like we all started hanging out. That's because true. Bloodsport. Oh, Bloodsport. But like that.
0: Yeah. That and is
1: it's, like... it's I have said it before. It's kind of at that level of bad, where it's just like, I feel like we haven't had a like a a bad good just stupid action film in a while oh, that's true like even the fast and furious movies are now getting story points they Ugh. they are crazy and stupid Ugh. but and there's, there's still a story two and a half fucking hours yeah at this, this point. you know trip the new triple X was just like it was just mindless violence for an hour and a half with uh what what's what's what the old um trailer quote it's like um you do a shot of a you do a shot of a car a shot of a hot girl and a shot of action. Oh, And you loop those three over and over the again whole movie? and a trailer. <laughs> uh, if you watch any James Bond trailer, it it follows that cycle yeah, to, I to I have to admit it does. Uh, yeah. Any, any um, Minus like uh, TMNT, most Michael Bay films will have that kind of set up. Oh my God, yeah. Um, oh. uh, all of the Fast and Furious movies will have that set up. Most action films kind of base themselves on those three points. And this is yeah. one that's just like, fully embraces it again uh, I'll, I'll, I'll
0: watch it at some point uh one, but, one but, of these weekends i'll sit and i'll watch it and uh, i'll report back on the podcast if i right. haven't killed myself uh but going back to batman <laughs> yeah oh and actually segue speaking of batman and shitty movies okay uh we th- i mean we don't often talk about like batman news but this was a pretty big oh yeah bit of news and by the time this comes out i'll be a little bit behind but uh ben affleck no longer
1: directing the batman it's, how do you feel about that? Like, are you, I, well, well, also knowing, cause, uh, also this week, um, we have a second director drop out of Flash.
0: Oh, it's, yeah. Um,
1: I guess third, yeah. Third director drop out of Flash. I think
0: so. Yeah. And it's got a full
1: rewrite. Yeah. On yeah. It page one rewrite, which is crazy. Oh, um, it's almost like. It's almost like it's not the writer's fault. It's almost like the
0: real creatives that keep getting brought in don't want to have to deal with all of DC's bullshit. Right. And it's almost like they're just uh, casting actors and picking movies and putting one of their slates before they know what they're doing with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why mm-hmm. also earlier this week we had, like, rumors for the Green Lantern casting again. Oh, yeah. Because they announced 20, the 2020 slot is where we're going to get Green Lantern.
0: And, you know, I am excited that I've never seen... The Green Lantern movie. Good. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty bad. Why it's, think... it's
1: hard for me to say, because Green Lantern, uh, for the viewers who don't know this, is my favorite superhero. He's great. He's Kyle awesome. Kyle Ranner of the Green Lantern Corps is my favorite. Yeah. Um, and it's it's hard. It's very hard to justify with how the Green Lantern has been portrayed in both the film and the the animated series was, was good, but yeah. people couldn't get past the, the experimental art style. I'm going to say because it's just bad art. Oh, it was bad oh, 3D it animation. Was,
0: oh, I forgot about it. It was like Emerald. No, Emerald Knight was the direct. No, DVD. no, no, not yeah.
1: Uh, there was First Light and was... Emerald Knight were the two direct DVD films, which yeah. were good.
0: Yeah, if I, I've seen those. Those are pretty good. Uh, it
1: was Green Lantern the animated series. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was a, like it was a
0: 2011 weird 2011
1: or 2012
0: because it was kind of the same animated style as the um, Beware of the Batman right, it was like that weird uh, CG. No, well,
1: Beware of the Batman is 2D still. It's just very angular. Um, Wait, not. The Brave and
0: Beware the Batman.
1: The one yeah. where it's like him and I think Katana instead of Robin. Am I wrong about that? I never watched Beware the Batman. I never did either. It was 3D. Oh, then then yeah, it's probably. Yeah, I think the it's same that same style. weird
0: kind of like yeah style to it.
1: Um. But yeah. Most people didn't like that show. I. I. It took me a while to get into it just because I was so it. against the art style. Mm-hmm. Uh. That. You know, I had to look past it and once I finally saw the show. I really enjoyed it. Hmm.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean. I, I like him a lot too. I mean, some of my favorite books, he's pretty central to them. Like, uh, New Frontier is one of my all time favorites. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's the, basically the main character. I, so I'm excited for them to do a good movie, but at this point, I no longer expect any of these DC movies to be good. And w- But what I did think was interesting about that is uh, Ryan Reynolds was on the list. I know. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's just a rumor, right? So it's hard to tell how accurate that is. But it's like, would they be
1: doing a soft reboot with the same. I doubt actor? it. I feel like it would just be just be Deadpool all over again where they they might stab a joke at it but never actually talk about it.
0: Yeah, I don't because that's a that's a hard, you know, you can do that with Deadpool because he is a meta character be really I'm sure they would try something and be very clunky. I yeah. And I like him a lot. I would almost rather see someone else come in and do Hal Jordan I don't remember all the other names uh, on the list. The other
1: names were odd. There was one yeah. name that, that stood out for me like, that I think would be pretty good. I think Bradley Cooper was on. Bradley there. Cooper was on the list. Um Tom Cruise is on the list. Nah. Th- I think he's just too old. Yeah. Bradley Cooper I think would would be good, but I think he's just too serious now. Like I would yeah. love like Hangover Bradley Cooper to come in, yeah. Uh, but I think now play. he's become too much of this serious actor, and if we continue on this path of DC universe, then they're going to want him to stay that. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can. The name that stood out to me. The list back up here. Um, the one that I remember that really popped out was James Marsden. Oh yes, yes, I would love for him because you know it. he's tired of Cyclops at this point. Yeah, and he the thing is he's great
0: in everything. Like, yeah, I. He didn't get much to do in the X Men movies. He's good in those. Obviously, he's he's awesome in Westworld. Yeah,
1: I think because of his resurgence of Westworld. Because before yeah. that, he kind of like dabbled in the rom com area. Uh, yeah, I mean, Twenty Seven Dresses is one of my favorite rom coms.
0: And he isn't he in Enchanted?
1: Yes. Yeah, he's good in that. Yeah, but too. that was
0: two thousand four. Holy shit, was that really that long yeah. ago?
1: Oh my god. Four or
0: six. Don't yeah. don't quote me on that one. Army Hammer's on the list too. He could be kind of good.
1: Yeah i I would see him as like a better guy gardener, okay, just be yeah like, sure just like, like
0: straight up asshole, yeah, <laughs> but yeah I mean some of these could be interesting i just i the whole thing is it's like this it's all collapsing right i mean yeah. i I actually think kind of back to where we started, it's good that. Affleck's not directing the movie in a weird way. I mean, he is uh, a great director. Admittedly, I've only seen Argo. I haven't seen his other three movies. I think, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, and uh, uh, Live by Night apparently is not that good, which is his most recent one. But even when that was kind of announced, I was surprised. Like, you think about how much work goes into making one of these. To be the lead actor in
1: it and also be a writer on it and also be a director on it, that is an impossible task. Well, that's why it took him, what, two years to make that movie? Would you do to the timeline for a CG heavy film? Yeah, like this one. I I mean I haven't seen it, so I don't I don't think there's much CG because this is kind of a time piece. Oh, Live by Night. Yeah, it, yeah,
0: it's a, it's a period piece. But I mean, yeah, because he kind of like got delayed making it because of the Batman or not the Batman, Batman vs Superman. And I I have a list here of some of the people they're they're talking about bringing in. Um, cool names. So George Miller, who did all the Mad Max movies, including the most recent one. Right. His name's been thrown around for like a Superman sequel too. He could be good. Uh Gavin O'Connor who did The Accountant, which I haven't seen but you have. It was fine. Okay, yeah. He also did, he did Miracle, which I really like, and then also Warrior, somewhere. which I haven't seen, but I that's Oh,
1: a the the MMA movie? Yeah. Oh, that was great. I've heard it's really good. Oh, it's it's great. I was very skeptical about that film, which doesn't make sense because Never Back Down was upsettingly <laughs> one of my favorite movies <laughs> in high school. Um, if you could tell from like my high school catalog <laughs> that I lived in a very boxed in entertainment world where I would cycle between Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, Never Back Down and Fired Up kind of on a weekly basis.
0: I feel like it's now my responsibility to show you good movies.
1: I, I'm getting there. Like, um, have you seen Casablanca?
0: I have. Yeah. Okay, I good. I saw it last Christmas. Okay. If you didn't like it, pretend you did. Cause I my, did. I enjoyed it. It's my favorite movie.
1: I know. So i got to show you more good movies. Uh, well, kind of. So, sorry to the audience. We're stretching this out because there's oh, nothing to talk about in these two yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah.
0: I have so, so little say in these other episodes. We're talking all kinds of other shit instead. Uh,
1: I, I have one, one final question before we jump into the, to the episode talk. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Green Lantern, because it's Green Lantern core. Yeah. So, they, they have the option of choosing not Hal Jordan. hmm Would you rather have an experienced Green Lantern come in? basically be like an older hal which is why i think tom cruise and bradley cooper on that list yeah unfortunately think is the way they're gonna go or would you rather them kind of start either with like a john stewart or a kyle Ranner? either kyle Ranner would probably be a story of him getting his ring and dealing with it john stewart you can also kind of do the older uh more experienced person but I think for, for the majority of people who don't read comics, because I have this conversation a lot with people, when I mention Green Lantern and Hal Jordan, they immediately think of Jon Stewart because of the Justice League Just, yeah, animated of the show.
0: show. Yeah, because the show. I think, well, because the rumor that keeps flying around is that it's going to be uh, kind of like a buddy cop style movie that we're going to get two of them. And I think we can assume one of them will probably be Jon Stewart. Mm-hmm. And then... The other one, I, I might guess it'll probably be Hal Jordan just because I know in the comics, who they've kind of brought him back in. He's yeah. kind of got the most famous backstory. I like the idea of having two of them, but I think what's going to happen with that is you're going to have one of them be like the more older, more experienced one, and then the other person's going to get the ring. And mm-hmm. so we are never going to get, I think, another origin
1: story. You, i just thought of this. What do you think of Channing Tatum? I love Channing Tatum. Do you think he could could pull off a superhero? Um, because I was I was listening to a conversation about trying to cast Shazam. Since now I don't know if you heard, uh, Black Adam is getting his own movie because The Rock,
0: just because it's Dwayne Johnson, yeah, which I think is absolutely yeah, ridiculous. I know, and um, they were trying
1: to think who like who could even yeah. be at equal levels. I think. Cause, 'cause you can't have Kevin Hart. No, you, you can't. <laughs> no.
0: Like I just think Weekly Plan, I think, was also talking about this too. Yeah. How do you who do you cast in that role? Because they have to have kind of that boyish charm. I I love Channing Tatum. I mean, he he can do more serious stuff. I have mm. and I mean, he can do like a thing more kind of serious ish action. I, I haven't seen White House Down, which fine. I actually heard was the better of the two White House diehard movies. But yeah it's, they, they, I I enjoyed sequel. that one. Yeah. Um I don't know if I like him a lot. I would love to see him do a superhero role. I mean, obviously he's supposed to be gambit. I would love to see him do oh. a DC role. I'd
1: like to see him do one that's not an accent.
0: Yeah, oh my god, absolutely. I don't I I don't know if he could do Shazam though. John Hamm, I think could be oh, fun. Yeah. I think the problem is everyone knows him as being so serious from Mad Men that I don't know.
1: He's, but, I feel like he's slowly breaking out of that yeah, shell. Yeah, if
0: you take the the John Hamm that we see on 30 Rock uh, yeah. and put him in a Shazam costume, he could absolutely do it, and he could go toe-to-toe with Dwayne Johnson and probably not have be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any one DC movie I'm kind of excited for, it might be that one. Yeah. It might be the Shazam movie, not the Black Adam solo movie, which we don't
1: need. Well, I mean, we don't know anything about it yet, so I don't want to... I mean, I, I say this, I don't want to be too harsh... <laughs> But we know we don't need I, it. Though. I am trying my best to keep an open mind. And it's 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 just continued to hurt me, but it's I, fine. I, I at this point I expect them to be bad. The
0: only reason I will go see Wonder Woman is because it is the most expensive movie yet made with a female director and a female protagonist. And for that reason alone, I want to go support it because I want more movies like that. But it's also completely fighting my urge as a dc fan to not give money to these fucking people
1: yeah oh, so God. should we start the so episode? should we start yeah uh will we'll set <laughs> we'll we'll try and set like a time code thing for the people who don't want to listen to this oh branch. i put time codes in on every episode oh good yeah so you can just skip forward if you if you don't if you don't want to listen to us try and talk yeah your um
0: I also decided to mix it up this week. I didn't take my usual detailed uh, story notes, so I'm going to remember these as best I can. Okay. I did watch them today, so it shouldn't be too hard. Um, let's see if I can remember how this one starts. It starts at the zoo, if I recall. Yes. Uh, there's a guy, I forget his name. Do you just want me to do this? I, I, I can do it. I can <laughs> do it. I think his name's Hank. I'm going to call him Hank. He's uh, walking around the zoo, and Selena Kyle's there, and she sees a tiger. And she gets shot with a knockout dart
1: by an ape man. Quick question. Yes. Did you think that was an ape at any point in the episode? Like just a straight up ape? No, like like an ape-human hybrid. No, because everything else is cats. I was kind of confused why we have an ape Well, ape-human. even when we just see him, because the first time you see him, you see the gray hand. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Killer Croc is in this. That's cool. Oh, okay. And then yeah. you see him land, and he kind of walks doesn't have a gorilla walk. No, it's like it's a sort of a semi-ish gorilla walk. Yeah, and I even wrote down like, "Oh, he's a bear." Oh, he does get on like a bear actually. Yeah. yeah. Um and and then finally they meet up with the creator. Yeah, uh, who ends up saying that he's a gorilla. And I'm like, "That wasn't even my top 3 choices." No, it 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 was pretty bizarre. I think both of these episodes were animated by Acom and it, Okay. It, the second one, especially, it showed. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, the, the, the animation. The first one, wasn't it, so it still wasn't great.
0: No, it wasn't. So, but yeah, she gets shot in the ass with the knockout dart. Uh, she was supposed to meet Bruce for dinner. She doesn't show up, so he goes to the zoo, discovers the dart lying on the floor, and realizes, oh, maybe she's been kidnapped, and then she's been taken off to basically the island of Doctor Moreau, because that's what this whole episode is basically based around. Yeah uh what's the guy's dr
1: emile dorian dr dorian that's um, right yeah. also for any any kim possible fans because i have brought this up a few times uh there is an episode which mirrors this almost to a t oh really of kim possible it was one of the early episodes the villain's name is d and amy oh yeah uh, who instead of making human animal hybrids i'm looking this up that's fine um she makes kind of human and two animal hybrids or she makes two animal hybrids because in that in that world there's their version of Beanie Babies is kind of two animals fused together.
0: <gasps> oh DNA me. Yeah. Oh Oh that's right. It's so she, this is she has a, like the, the otter
1: with the butterfly wings right, as they're like. An otterfly. Aww. Um this was not shot for shot, but story like if you follow the story points of this episode, it matches up. Pretty much to a T with the D and Amy episode, which I, I, I really enjoyed. I could absolutely I think well, that's why I enjoyed this episode more is because I just kept thinking of that epi- the other. Oh episode.
0: my god, there's a, a Rhino rabbit yep. looking thing. Uh, I also love that when I looked up D and Amy, clearly someone was doing fan casting because there's a picture of Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids yeah. amongst the photos. I could totally see that working if they ever did a live action.
1: I I don't know how I'd feel about that.
0: A live action Kim possible? I, I I don't know how I'd feel about that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, because I don't know if they really
1: do it justice, and it's so good on its own. Uh, Um, Where were we in this episode? (laughs) Uh, We meet Emile Dorian. He's basically the predecessor of the crazy cat lady stereotype, which I didn't realize hadn't been implemented yet in media. The crazy cat lady? Yeah. Did did it come from somewhere? Uh, From what I could find, the first over-exaggeration of that was Simpsons, 1998 was when they introduced their crazy cat lady.
0: Oh, the, the literal woman
1: walking on the street throwing cats at people. Yeah, That's kind of a trope, though, right? I thought it was, but I couldn't find any other reference before then. Oh. There, there was reference in, like, books. Okay. Of, and I guess throughout history, people who... Uh, I don't remember what they're called. Um, Historians. I, no, no, no. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a, a woman who waited too long to marry uh spinster yes thank okay. you okay i was gonna say shrew that's wrong spinster uh in like the late 1800s it became common for spinsters to adopt cats for some odd reason i think that kind of started the trend and then it wasn't until like 70s there they were they mentioned it in a couple books how these single women would adopt a bunch of animals to kind of you know fill the hole in their heart yeah. and then in the 90s is when it just kind of blew up that became like a, a thing yeah oh okay so we had, I did a lot of just like yeah. unnecessary side research for this episode. <laughs> no, that's fun. I, I just remember
0: something I meant to research earlier that I was researching now as I'm talking to okay. you. That has no relevance at all to this episode, um, but we're gonna
1: talk about it later. So, anyways. so we're introduced to Dorian, Doctor Dorian. <laughs> yeah, uh, and while that's happening. Batman makes a, an appearance at an old villain we hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, I was, goes, I was excited that he came back. I do have some notes, one of them. is just Langstrom! Yes, Man-Bat returns. Yeah. Uh, and is very helpful. He basically says there's another doctor who's been experimenting with kind of human-animal splicing. Yeah, and he's got that... What is it? It's like a
0: cat. It's a monkey it's cat. A,
1: it's a monkey... Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yes. So we from uh, from Man Bat, we learned that Dr. Dorian has a cat obsession. Yeah. He believes they're, you know, the perfect species.
0: Which I think it's interesting that he loves cats, but he's doing all of his experiments on them.
1: Yeah, well... Yeah.
0: I don't know. Except, except the, the gorilla. Yeah, except for the, the one... The just it's, There's one gorilla. Everything else
1: is cats, like flying cats yeah. and... I think that that was just like his experiment on humans. I guess we see cats fused with a bunch of other animals. So with, with it was Garth or something was the name of the ape? Did he, was that a a person who he
0: like gave gorilla like DNA to? Yes,
1: I assume so. Okay, but and then I, my reasoning behind that is he if it went wrong, he didn't want to hurt a cat. I guess because then. Tigress, which the whole episode revolves around this genetically engineered cat man.
0: Yeah. Did he build that from scratch?
1: Yes. Okay. I was was very curious about that because they briefly go over it. There's no human DNA in him. Or there's... It's not based off a human. Yeah. There wasn't a... So basically
0: what he does is he kidnaps Selina to then uh, turn her into a cat lady to be a companion slash mate for Tigress. But the difference is she is converted from being human. He's just genetically engineered from... The ground up right right yeah. okay so there's a lot to cover there. there's a lot to, I, don't, I forget i don't know i, I don't remember how batman <laughs> figures out this is where oh no he goes to langstrom which one that's cool that when they brought him back but two again he's not quite a villain right like uh, it, he's a victim of circumstance mm-hmm. and you know he's still doing his job still living kind of a normal life and batman goes to him for help which i thought was just a cool little turn yeah um but what I did love is, in this episode, the backlider is finally used the way we've always wanted to be used, because he takes the Batwing out to the, the
1: island. Oh, of, that's true, yeah. I'm just going to keep calling it the Island of Dr. Moreau. That's fine. And he jettisons out of it and glides on the backlider. Finally! Finally, we have a justified reason of using that thing. That was one of my main notes in this whole thing, was just the glider. Um, but he, he gets there. Uh, Catwoman is now part Cheetah. Yeah, well, uh, I guess she's blonde, so she would grow blonde hair. I guess I just assumed it was cheetah DNA because yeah. it was. It's it, she was more. I mean, her initial figure was more slender. That's true, but it it gave me the idea of a cheetah more than any other. And yeah. it's just like cat. It was a very broad term, uh, even though the episode's called Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Yeah. Uh, no, it's two. All right, it's Tiger, yeah, Tiger. It's, it's yeah, true, yeah. yeah, it's based off of the poem, which I did way too much research trying to find a meaning to. Relate to this episode. I finally oh, yeah. got one, which we will get to the other. Okay. <laughs> um, so Batman and uh, Doctor Dorian kind of face off. Mm-hmm. We meet Tigress, who's like we said before, is this kind of perfected cat human yeah. thing. It's like yeah, Frankenstein, but a cat. Yeah, this was very much a Frankenstein story. Yeah. Um, and so they go and fight, and then this this next ten minutes are very jumbled nothing really happens right yeah they they they, they fight once batman loses and he no no no, it's the next episode
0: god it's It's, they're they're very similar but basically uh, dorian sends batman out into the wilderness of the island and like tigress is gonna hunt you down and if you can defeat him you get the antidote yeah for selena and if not he's going to kill you and eat you
1: yeah, I assume. Because uh Tigress has just kind of been pre-programmed to hate Batman. Yeah. And so they they
0: do get in a tussle and Batman is up tying up to a tree and he goes back for Catwoman or for Selina who is sympathetic to Tigress. Yes. Um it is Tigress, right? Yeah, I didn't even write that down. Yeah, it's <laughs> Tigress. <laughs> okay. Like kind of sympathetic and understands that, you know, like Frankenstein's monster, it's not really his fault that he was right, it was his upbringing created.
1: Um What happens? They he goes. Uh, So, uh, Selina Kyle escapes, and as Tigress is about to basically slash through Batman, she stops him. Oh, she says, "You don't have to follow orders of your father. Yeah, you're kind of your own creature. Do what you want to do. You know this is wrong." They come in. They meet up with Dorian again. Dorian is about to shoot Selena for
0: some reason. Oh yeah, he's got like a shotgun. He's yeah. just going to Yeah. And then
1: uh Tigress Frankenstein just goes crazy. Sorry, Frankenstein's monster Yeah, you learn the real f- you re- you learn the real monster isn't Frankenstein all along. Yeah. Um I've been trying to create a portmanteau that involves cats and Frankensteins and I can't do it. Um So, in typical Batman fashion, Tigress blows up the whole building. Little spontaneous combustion this time.
0: Like Stuff spills onto the floor, and it just ignites. We don't well, even then see what ignites it. There was a, a legit he just, barrel, he just that, he just a barrel. Explos- <laughs> that said yeah. explosive on the side. The
1: whole place just goes up in flames. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman and Selina get out first. They assume Dorian, the gorilla, and Tigress are dead. And they dragged the gorilla out. Oh, right. They, but they, le-
0: they try to, like, Tigress is causing all this. They think, yeah, the Tigress and Dorian are, are trapped inside.
1: Yeah. Uh, they finally make it out. Tigress gives Catwoman the antidote. And he's like, I don't belong in the human world or the wild. I have to find my own kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then fades off into the distance. Yep. The end. That's it. Uh, oh, and then it ends with, with the, the William Blake poem. Yeah. Which, oh, which I wrote down because I was. I, was I, very I did by. as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? And which I, I, I assume was trying to be symmetry yeah i know it doesn't work. the because i read it, it, the rest of the poem yeah and like, every it's it's all aabb okay set up and then they there a proper name for that I, I haven't had a poetry class in a long time it's not iambic pentameter is it no no that's every other fuck. okay I don't, um, know. I don't know poetry at all well iambic pentameter is it's five up downs <laughs> oh okay uh, and in one kind of phrase, I don't know. There's iambic pentameter. There's
0: haikus. I don't
1: know any Haiku of them. Haiku is the either three five three or five seven five. Okay, I remember no. that one. There you go. I, I recognize there's a whole the, the avatar sketch about it. <laughs> of course
0: there is. I recognize the phrase "fearful symmetry." Like where have I seen that before? It's actually the name of a uh, JLU episode later on. Okay. I don't remember what the episode's about. I could look it up. Uh, apparently, it's also the name of the fifth issue of Watchmen, which I think is. The Rorschach flashback. Oh, ooh, that's a good one. That is a really good one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what. I think you did more kind of look at the it, deeper meaning of it. Than it I it did. took
1: me a long time to try and figure this out. But from what I interpreted it as, um, it refers to Tigris, who represents kind of the perfect fearful symmetry of both man and beast. Oh, um, okay. With the kind of immortal hand or eye. And the initial poem referring to God, and in this situation refers to Doctor Dorian, who is kind of playing God, creating his own beast that he I, that he sees as this perfect being. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was kind of because every other I, you you, ha, you can argue that Batman and Catwoman and any other kind of caped crusader has is kind of their own form of perfect symmetry. Yeah, but they a duality. They, but they have the ability to turn it off. Mm. Like if they don't want to be a beast anymore, Batman just has to take his hood off. Catwoman just has to put on her civilian clothes. Yeah. And they're now uh, human. Yeah. But, uh, Tigress cannot. Right. And that also brings up an interesting point of like the fearsome villains. Cause kind of going over like the fearsome side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, in this show, the ones that we see are the scariest are the ones that have fully transformed into something else. You have killer croc, who obviously hasn't had a good representation yet. Yeah. Um. But I assume he's going to come back at some point. He does. Okay. Yeah. Clayface. Yeah. See the full transformation.
0: You could even throw... I mean, it's not a transformation in the traditional sense, but you could even throw in, like, Two-Face and the Joker, too. Exactly. Yeah. Well,
1: Two-Face is still not... That's I guess... Yeah. He's, he's, he's still... He's kind of halfway that. there. But
0: it's certainly like the Joker, which is, like, yeah, you he's, know, he know into... uh, resembles whatever he was before he became the Joker. Right. So. Yeah. He's
1: now in pure chaos. Yeah. That's some interesting stuff. I hadn't thought about that. It it took me a good hour to just try, try exactly. I read through the whole poem and then I went like line by line to try and decipher it. And the, for anyone who's like wants to look into poetry, this one makes no fucking sense. Yeah. This I first know. this first uh stanza is the one that makes the most sense.
0: Yeah. It, it kind of like it's good and then for me it just like tips off. I'm like what what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Uh it does seem fitting too cuz I just looked up fearful symmetry and uh, JLU is the episode with Galatea. Do you remember that one, which is Supergirl's clone?
1: Oh yeah. So it's basically
0: the DCAU's version of Power Girl. Yeah. But I mean that fits, right? Because it's like they without going into the whole details of the episode, if you whoever's listening if you remember it, it does actually fit quite well with uh with the poem. Yeah. Kind of similar to this episode too actually mm-hmm. There's some, uh,
1: some and then my there. my kind of off-topic question mm-hmm. is if you could fuse with one animal what animal would you choose? Uh, God, the f- first thing that popped
0: in my head was a sea otter because they're just goddamn adorable. I mean, yeah. there's no practicality to that whatsoever. Um, you can float on your back better. I can float on my back. I could just eat food off my stomach, yeah. which
1: I can't do now. Oh, it's, it's um, both delightful and shaming. <laughs> <laughs> when it's those like, last three bites of, a, of of Chipotle and you realize like you can just set the bag of chips on your stomach now. It's 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 a little shaming.
0: That was amazing. Um, there there you go. I want to feel that that awesomeness. That shame. i right. I'm gonna to go, go with the sea, sea otter. otter.
1: I'm uh, trying to think what mine would be. Jesus, I actually didn't think about it. Didn't think about I didn't. <laughs> I, I thought of the question, and that was it. It's a good question. Um, because I wouldn't want anything. I, don't, I wouldn't want anything with, with feathers. No. It would be too weird. No. Um, I don't know. A manatee. A manatee? No. <laughs> if, if I was going to go with any aquatic creature, it would be a penguin. just because. Oh, oh, always wearing a
0: tuxedo. Yeah. It's a yeah. solid choice right there.
1: I'll, I'll stick. I mean, penguin's always my go to answer for everything. Okay. I'll, I'll stick with the rock hopper penguin. Ooh, that's a good penguin. Yeah. That's the one that's got the yellow. Right? No, that's imp- no, that's Emperor. No, 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 like, no. The yellow on the head. Like the yellow uh, feathers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, I, I think mean, that's a that's, rock hopper. No. Well, the rock hoppers are the ones that live in the Galapagos.
0: Yeah, I'm... So many things I'm looking up in this episode. Uh, this being the most topical uh, one. Yeah, it is. They, they, oh, got, okay.
1: they got the, um, yeah, like the feathers kind of coming off their face. The, like... Yeah, the... Uh, what is it? The early... Ni- or, late to- or late 90s, early 2000s. like Oh, um... Spike tips Frosted tips Thank you Frosted tips yeah, so The
0: penguin with frosted tips That's what cameras. going gonna for I'm just going to bring it back
1: Yeah <laughs> Can you I'm going to bring p- it back Can you please It's going to happen
0: I feel like now I have to come up with a Good reason for you To do frosted tips I would
1: never I've never dyed my hair before And I would never I haven't either But I would be highly
0: amused To see you do it Um I only have one other little note on this episode. It's something I thought you would appreciate. So, uh, Mark Singer, the actor who voices...
1: I, I wrote this one down.
0: <laughs> you never know, wrote this. He voices Langstrom. Cameron, what other movie was he in? Oh, I wrote the other thing down. Oh, I wrote down that he was in Eagle Eye. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I wrote down that... Do you know who he's related to? Uh, not Is it... Not Brian Singer. It is. It really? They're
1: cousins, yeah.
0: Oh. Well, that sucks for Mark Singer, man. That's a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: uh but um i don't have anything else for this episode do you uh no okay i I tried to be as uh philosophical as i could we got the nice kim possible references it was
0: good no it it was references galore like Uh, i said it's
1: it's better than i expected
0: it to be it it was fine i i was like okay with it i guess Mm -hmm. um uh real quick i'm probably gonna cut in the promo now all right did you ever want to know about this did you ever want to know about that well, now you can know about this and that with this on that. I'm Chad Foglin, and I'm Mike Solari, and we're gonna bring along a lot of
1: funny people for you to enjoy. Celebrity guests, musicians, uh, people who are just weirdos, the guy outside, our friends, and that's it. And they
0: talk about whatever topic they want to talk about, and we join in. So listen to an episode. It's free on iTunes. It's on the Nerdist School Network. You guys just got promoted, and so now we're. You guys we're should <laughs> go check that out. Uh, I think it's hellmouthy.
1: Oh, that's a good week. one. It
0: is good. Yeah, I actually, I when we talked about doing this podcast, I listened to an episode of theirs because they kind of do the same thing, but for uh, Buffy and Angel, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're great. So yeah, yeah, I a do. Of, actually, a lot of
1: our nerdist friends, which will probably end up doing some kind of guest appearance on here someday. at some point. Yeah. Well, again, last
0: week I mentioned uh, Kelly, who worked on "Hear Me Out." worked on hear me out with me and then yeah she does helmet. Right, it's yeah. great um but yeah i think that's it this week i'm gonna be really embarrassed if it's
1: not that's fine we just gave him a nice plug
0: that's true yeah You got two commercials guys so many plugs in here uh so now we're on to moon of the wolf
1: which i was very upset because i thought this was the sequel to the last ninja episode oh that's the next that's one. the next I know episode i next. just remember it being something about like moon or sun uh it's day of yeah the, it's day of the samurai did the samurai yeah. It's so, like, oh, the samurai, the ninja's gonna turn into a werewolf. Yeah, no, This is everything that I want. Th-
0: this is basically just like a crappy eighties movie in uh, an episode format, which we realized right off the bat with the theme music, which is that kind of like, where
1: where sort of like this did you did you look up what this is based off a comic? Did you Yeah, it's Len at Wine
0: that? who uh yeah. he created like Wolverine and Swamp Thing and apparently Lucius Fox, which I didn't realize. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, but uh, it's it's
1: literally based
0: it's like the I think he's the only credited writer on this, actually.
1: Too. Yeah, so he wrote this episode and also wrote the original comic, the comic that, that it was based, based off of in 1974. Oh, my God. And he didn't change a damn thing. No. I, and that's I, I, why this episode is so bad. I read through the description of the, the comic. It's the exact same as this. Yeah, and uh, also ACOM doing one of their worst performances. It's it's pretty atrocious. Yeah. Even uh, the opening scene, because it, it opens with, I thought it was a security guard, is actually a zoo I guess he is. He's a zookeeper guard. So this is
0: why I got confused, because both episodes open in a zoo or in a park or whatever with a zoo employee. Yeah. Uh,
1: So this one is... I think this is the guy who's like Hank or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's walking his dog, um, and the dog is like freaking out because he knows something is around. And kind of from a tunnel, you see a woman run by. Jog out. Yeah. And... I was, the way they drew her was so atrocious. I was sure she was the monster, and like was just about to transform into something. It's, it's yeah, it's really bad. But then we learn there's a werewolf. So we're going to sure. try and speed through this one as because much as possible.
0: There's a werewolf. Uh, the fight ensues. The dog gets thrown off, gets caught by a tree, which then we realize that we have two
1: back-to-back episodes of characters getting caught in trees. Yep uh and well, we learned the werewolf is trying to kill the zookeeper exactly batman comes in saves him yeah he and realize and thinks the thing that upset me the most about this episode is batman thinks this is just a guy in a mask this yeah very scooby-doo-esque
0: well and the whole thing is kind of weird because it's a real werewolf and when people learn that they don't react like oh shit it's a
1: werewolf like that's a strange thing no one believes it which is crazy thinking one last week i guess earlier this podcast we talked about a whole, like a whole villain based around mutating humans into animals. Yeah. And he has man bat as one of his main villains in this world. Yeah. But he thinks this guy is a dude in a suit because there was no change of the seventies comic. Yeah. And that's what's so infuriating. Yeah. So the, the werewolf gets away. Um, we learn the werewolf is this former Olympian. Oh, uh, was Arthur Romulus. Yes.
0: um, we, we go to the gym where Bruce is working out with this guy. And it looks like the middle of a Suzanne Summers workout video. Yes. It's the 90s.
1: Um, and I guess to set a trap for Batman... Romulus says he's going to donate a million dollars to this charity. And if Batman comes to receive the check and he'll per- double it in person. Yeah. Which that felt very much like something out of the sixties. Like when he set that up,
0: I thought it was going to be like some big gal event that Batman shows up to. Cause that was a, a complete trope of the sixties stuff. It's like, right. Batman shows up to this ball and everyone's having a good time, mm-hmm. but no, he just goes to the guy's house and gets knocked out. Um, so we, we kind of learned the backstory of, mm-hmm. of, uh Romulus, he was a Olympic athlete who wanted to basically get steroids, so he goes to Dr. Milo, who was in uh cat scratch fever as the guy who created the, right. the virus. I was trying
1: so hard to figure out who he was.
0: Yeah, so he makes a reappearance here. And I I okay, it didn't help that I merely fell asleep at this point in the episode. That's fine. It's very but because there's a flashback and then so uh Dr. Milo is recanting the story of Well,
1: so this is another thing that bugged me. Okay. Sorry, this I, I just wrote down all the things that bugged me <laughs> this episode. So most of the flashback, they're talking or like obviously uh the the what's the doctor's name? Dr. Milo. Milo. Milo is talking about it in flashback, but also Romulus is talking to people in the flashback. Yeah. And there's a part where Romulus like throws Milo down some stairs and you start hearing him talk again and the mouth isn't moving and i was so frustrated with acom cuz i thought they just like didn't animate the mouth yeah and then i realized it was the flashback talking again but
0: it's it's so confusing cuz like even he's explained the flashback and they show him like so basically he he took these drugs so he was awesome and he yeah, won it, the capone part on. steroid
1: and part alaskan timberwolf
0: Yeah, it's got, like, wolf estrogen
1: in it whatever. But what I love is – so they – you know, he got famous. He did all these, like, promo ads and stuff. And so they show
0: him what we think is supposed to be, like, a flashback of him in a promo ad, like, eating Wheaties, basically. But then Mm -hmm. it it shows a living room where they're watching it. So I'm like, wait a minute. Is this a video – Flashback a, in a, flash- a flashback. A it, flashback. It's, yeah, it's like they're showing the video, which is a f- kind of a flashback in a scene which plays out in real time like it's re- like normal time. Right. Again, I had just woken up and I was catching up and I was a little confused. <laughs> but the whole thing is a super weird flashback and it's really hard to follow. Yeah. But what I love about that is uh, it's after that, or in the flashback, uh, Milo explains to him, like, oh yeah, you have lycanthropy, which is
1: being a werewolf. Yeah. And that's just a normal thing in this world, apparently. But there's no cure, so instead I have to make you a super werewolf. Yeah, if you have... Because I can cure that for some reason. (laughs) If you have, like, entry-level werewolfism, it's not
0: curable. But if you have advanced, all of a sudden it is. Yeah. And he he falls for it and turns into... He takes his medicine or whatever, takes his drug and turns into a werewolf. Yeah, full-on
1: werewolf. Before he was just a furry. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but,
0: But he's... No, he looks the same.
1: No, before he was oh, he was Harry.
0: That's right. Sorry. It, his appearance here is the same as his appearance at the beginning when he's full on werewolf. Yes. But yes, you're right. Yes. Like a before middle...
1: he takes the super werewolf serum. Yeah, he was like uh, like teen wolf level. Yeah, he he looks like he would have belonged in the Tiger Tiger episode. Yes, exactly. He was just like just covered in a base level. fur, yeah. and, and now then, he's a full on. Uh, They're at some sort of construction site, I guess, and Batman is chained up oh, out in the middle of it. Who is that? Never mind. Sorry. Okay. There's there's another character that is based off of this werewolf design. I was trying to remember what. Oh, it was from. okay, yeah. But so Batman's chained up out there, and uh,
0: Milo loses control of the werewolf, um, and basically gets like knocked out by debris or whatever. The werewolf goes down to fight Batman. Who? Where did that
1: lockpick come from? Because there's a lockpick next to his. I have a hands. quick. I have a quick question for you. Did you see where they are? Because there was a sign at the a Coliseum. beginning. Coliseum. They're building a fucking Gotham Coliseum. Like, the city doesn't, like, has enough money to afford a fucking coliseum just in the middle of whatever. I mean, probably Bruce is building it. I don't think so, because he would have – I have no idea. It was. But you're right. It, yeah,
0: it, it is a massive coliseum. Um, I guess they're really trying to push that – the Roman
1: thing? Well, I, col- I don't well, know. Well, Romulus was a decathlon athlete.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't he competed in – a giant he did compete in a, i guess that was more like a dome sort of thing, i assume that was just at the olympics
1: fuck i don't even know um, uh, so there's there's a big fight between but real quick where oh, the, sorry, the fuck the, did that the, the the come pick. from
0: because i thought did uh, again these episodes blend together because they're so goddamn similar i thought Romulus took batman's belt away
1: from him he did and then it reappeared but i i assume it was like from the debris falling it might have like was flew like a, over i guess it was because it
0: well, I guess what's confusing is, yeah, because it's clearly a lockpick because it's got this a weird shape to it. If they're like a nail or something, I could believe it. But there's conveniently just a lockpick
1: lying on the yeah. ground. So Batman gets free and they fight. They fight. Um, oh, there's a whole like Bullock part of the episode that we're not going to talk about. Oh, yeah. But the cops show up in record time, by the way. The cops yeah. have never gotten anywhere as fast as Especially not did. Bullock. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Batman and the werewolf are fighting on top of a crane, and Bullock's like, eh, we'll let them fight it out. Yeah, they'll, don't they'll work don't it shoot. Out. Don't, They'll figure it out. Yeah, what'd you think when he says don't shoot, like, oh, maybe he's, like, protecting Batman. He just wants to see Batman lose. He's just lazy. Yeah. He's letting them fight up there. Uh, yeah, they get up on top of a, a wrecking ball. Uh, Batman basically swings it into the werewolf, and he goes off. And I forgot that it was stormy in this episode until lightning strikes Oh, that's right. The, the, the crane and zaps the werewolf and he falls into the water.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then then that was kind of it. Yeah. The, the ending scene is, like, they're selling Romulus' house. And, like, oh, whatever happened to this guy? He was pretty famous. Like, I don't know. He just up and disappeared one day. Yeah. Uh, and then the, and then it ended. Yeah. And it's like, we don't know what happened to him. Then it cuts and
0: it's, you know, him doing, like, howling into the, the moon. Yeah. I guess... Um, I've read some of the the comics, some of like the the Batman Adventure comics. I guess there's one that actually has all the characters in these two episodes together. So it's like Man Bat, Dorian, Tigress, and the Werewolf are all all end up in some that would make sense like, thing together. Um, I got to go actually like track down all those and read them. Cause I think it'd be really interesting to, to check them out again. But so I guess in that sense, in some
1: level, this character makes a reappearance, but not in the main DCAU. oh Thank God, because it it I. yeah i think this might have been my least favorite episode because at least the other bad ones had moments i could laugh at you're right we i think at this point we've had bad but entertaining in some
0: level episodes. this is just kind of well even
1: i found a quote which i love from bruce tim himself (laughs) saying how this is one of his least favorite episodes and he says um this is what i call a tuesday episode it's not what you want to open with, open or end the week with, but it's a it passes the time.
0: Yeah. It I sometimes I do forget that there are a lot of just really flat episodes, yeah, uh, in here. And I think I think we have a few more kind of meh ones, but the <laughs> end of this season though is a lot of really good stuff like all yeah. packed in together, which is nice. So, we got to we got to kind of drudge through a couple weeks of Mediocre stuff before we get to the good things.
1: Um, any other comments on the Uh, episode? I had a couple little, little moments. The one moment that I enjoyed, which I had to pause just to find it, uh, at the very beginning when there's the newspaper clipping, uh, when, uh, Romulus and Milo are in the shack, he holds up a newspaper of Batman kind of saving the the zookeeper. Yeah. The bottom, it says photo taken by amateur photographer, Bruce, Tim. Oh, I didn't even catch that. That's cool. Um, and I want to just take a quick second to talk about all the fuck ups that Acom did in this episode. And I wrote them all out because oh, it infuriated me so much. Please. Um, at The end of the episode, Bullet gets out of the car and he just clips through the door. Oh wow. Uh, they, I guess they, they might have like forgot to put in a frame of him walking around. Okay. And so he's, instead he just like he opens the door and you see him like half of his body is in front, and then the next frame he's just fully in front. <sighs> and I'm like, fuck you guys. The biggest one, which you might have, if you weren't as tired, you might have even seen this one because it was very, very obvious. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the flashback scene, he's in the car with some blonde supermodel. Oh, yeah. It's like an ad. Um, Well, there's there's two notes about that. Uh, The the negative note is you see a third eye popping up on the side of her face for maybe six frames. Oh, wow. Uh, Which is it's infuriating for me the thing that i liked about that frame is they basically just straight up copied a roy lichtenstein painting oh uh properly named the girl in the car oh i'm gonna look this up um yeah very similar color scheme it's almost the exact same color scheme um and then the one that i that i didn't notice i i found it in like a like what did they mess up in this episode uh they misspelled leopard in the museum did they really? Yeah. Uh,
0: so it shows like the elephants, the,
1: the wolves, and then the uh, leopards.
0: Okay. Th- that's not the first time they've done that. Uh, in Joker's Wild, so there's, like a, there's a big sign above the car. that says, Win the original Joker Mobile. And then there's a smaller oh, yeah, yeah. sign in the uh, window that he kind of picks up and throws off. And it's just a jumble of words. And clearly it was meant to say win the original joker mobile and just got lost in translation and it doesn't make any damn sense i looked up that painting by the way you're right it's like the exact copy of the of the, the scene yeah
1: it's pretty cool that's a cool painting i like mm-hmm. it yeah. i know i love roy lichtenstein, roy lichtenstein. But yeah that was that was it for this trashy episode yeah um yeah i think that basically does it so i guess uh bat blog? uh i guess so i think there was one other thing i don't remember it's not important all right um, yeah, Bad Plugs. What did I watch this week? Um, kind of following in the footsteps of Batman the Animated Series, they, a lot of the similar, or a lot of the same writers went over to, uh, X-Men Evolution, which that I just started. That is great, have you seen it before? Yeah, of course I have. Okay, that yeah. is a great show. Yeah, because it was created by, um, Boyd Kirkland, oh, who was? directed, I didn't know that. um, he directed Joker's Wild and a couple yeah. other really Oh, that's right. Episodes. We were making
0: fun of him last week.
1: Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I love it. I watched all of the first season in a day. Yeah. Because I forgot how great it is. It. it I did a rewatch of that
0: oh, sometime in college. It's been a few years now. But that is a great, great show.
1: Yeah. It's, I, it's a little too... It, it gives me more appreciation for this show for being like... Timeless and it doesn't fit in an era. Yeah. Whereas, uh, X Men Evolution definitely is like it's early two thousands. It's you almost can't watch it in any other decade because it fits exact like the the phrasing they use. They use all the like the early two thousands slang. Yeah, all the which makes sense because it's supposed to be a teen show. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what I was. I was. Probably, what, eight when I was... Because I watched this one live. Yeah, I did, too. Starting in 2002. And that was what I expected high school to be, obviously, without the superpowers. Yeah. Uh, that was my envision of school. That was what I imagined being a teenager was going to be like. Yeah. Was I wrong? Oh,
0: of course. But, you know, I sat down to try and rewatch the 90s X-Men show. That, that was going to be my next feat. I... I couldn't get through it to be honest. Interesting. I, I just kind of lost interest because just the animation on it's like pretty bad and the storytelling is really bad. And I think maybe because I love Evolution so much and I, I watched it when it aired originally and then I, I rewatched it and that is so good. Yeah, like the animation's so great and the storytelling's
1: great and the characterizations great. I think that was probably my introduction to superheroes was through that show. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I had I knew about other heroes before mm-hmm. then, like obviously you're born knowing who Batman and Superman are at this point. Yeah. Uh, but I never, I mean, I never watched Batman animated until, you know, I was early teens. That's true. Cause it did start before you were born. Uh, same with Batman beyond and justice league. They were always the two-part episodes, yeah. and I always just watched the second part, and so I was so confused. I, well, yeah. I, would, I would always catch it when the second part was airing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, so I never watched it because I was so confused. And some of those are kind of slow, too, to yeah. be honest, those two-part ones. Um, so X-Men Evolution, that and Teen Titans were definitely the first mm-hmm. two shows to introduce me into the superhero. My first comic was an X-Men comic because I loved that show so much. Which, do you remember which comic? it was a bad one uh they had this weird like anime phase in 2004 i think it was called x-men ronin oh i don't know about that it was a very very odd okay uh, because around that
0: time would have been grant morrison's new x-men which then led into joss whedon's oh no it was was nothing that that actually okay because important because that whole section that i don't know it's like several years basically the grant morrison through Whedon. that whole run is phenomenal highly recommend it yeah
1: the one that i got it's like a it's like a weird anime adaptation where professor xavier is like this yoda figure oh jesus um uh, wolverine lost a hand so he has metal claws oh wait no has... sorry not metal uh like lightsaber claws oh, okay cuz lost a hand i thought maybe it might have been uh, age of apocalypse which i've never read no but yeah oh, he okay. has he has basically lightsaber claws um and for for being, I think I got it in fifth grade. For being a fifth grader, the cover is so overly sexual. I'm even <laughs> amazed that my parents let me get that. So many of them are. They're better now than they used to be. Yeah. But a lot of them really
0: are. Real quick, what platform is Evolution Is it on? Hulu. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That and all the original 90s X-Men. Yeah, there. that's where I was watching the original 90s. And mm-hmm. again, I couldn't, I couldn't do it.
1: Uh, and then other super quick plug. Uh, I watched the first episode of Sneaky Pete. How the was new it? Amazon show. Yeah, it was fine. Okay, uh, it's it uh, produced by Brian Cranston? Yes. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the story I expected it to be, but mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, it looked interesting. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. the the lead guy Giovanni Ribisi. I like Thank on. you. Yeah, I' I was not going to try and, <laughs> and pronounce that name. I, I was going to say the guy from A Thousand Ways to Die in the West or a Million Ways a Million Ways to a Die a million million in, the ways yeah. in the West. I always remember him from Gone See Seconds,
0: which I used to watch all the oh, time as a as a kid with my dad. It's a car movie. It's a great car movie, too. I, I stand by that one, actually. It's a pretty okay. solid. It's, a, okay. it's not really good. It's not really bad. It's somewhere in the middle. It's not yeah. even a good, bad movie. But
1: uh, I Yeah, I think, I think I'll, I'll give it a couple more episodes, see okay. how I feel about it. Nice. Uh, yeah. What do you have to plug?
0: Uh, I've been watching this for a while, but I've basically caught up now. It's Lucifer.
1: Okay. Which I... That uh, Idris Elba? No, that's Luther. Uh, so Lu- lucifer is uh guess who's been mistaking those two for the uh, past five years very very different
0: <laughs> no lucifer is based off of uh the character lucifer morningstar from sandman neil gaiman sandman which right i have not read to be fair um but it's it's on a network so it's a like cop procedural but it's basically he's the devil and he now lives in la and he wants to punish people so he ends up working with the LAPD to track down crimes and punish people okay and it is about as good as the premise that I've just described, but I will say of it, it's actually pretty fun, and uh, Tom Ellis, who plays Lucifer, is just super charming and funny. Okay. And it kind of all hinges on him. The supporting character is really good. It, it's, I'd say, in the same vein as a CW sort of show, mm-hmm. in that sense that they don't take themselves crazy seriously, but they're fun. Um, I think this is a little bit better than a lot of CW shows. I think okay. it's it less... It's a little more adult. It's a little less melodramatic. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. Weirdly enough, my mom recommended I watch it. Oh, good. And I normally don't watch
1: Network because Network is usually pretty bad.
0: I like this a lot.
1: I, I do. I have, sorry, one more thing to plug. Speaking yeah. of CW, I, I'm so upset with myself for forgetting this. I watched the first episode of River or Riverdale. As did I. What did you think? It was fine. I was, like, unnecessarily obsessed with it. You know, it, it's... I you know I will
0: say this CW they know their market they know how to make really for what they do it's really engaging stuff I mean it's like so proper e teen melodrama but they are excellent at oh it. they're and it, so
1: they hooked me immediately they,
0: their shows are straight up addictive like I still miss Flash and Arrow and all those every once in a while like it, it was too many shows to watch but I will give them credit I think as a network. They put out the most consistently entertaining stuff. Right. Um, no, I liked it a lot. The problem is I watched it on the CW app, and there's oh, so many that's what fucking my commercials. Said, yeah,
1: because I don't have cable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, I think the three live shows that I think I'm gonna watch this season are Flash, Riverdale, and then the um, Superpower show that starts next week. Oh, uh, is it Powerless? Powerless. Is, Thank you for that. Powerless. Yeah, the comedy set. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there's a lot of talent in that, that I really like. I mean, Alan today, it's Alan
0: Tudyk. How can you not, I know it's him and it's, um,
1: uh, Daniel, not Daniel, uh, yeah, Daniel Pooty. Yeah. Thank you. From community. Yeah. And Ron, F- Ron Funchess. I yeah. fucking love. How Ron can Funchess. you not be excited for Look, the show? The
0: talent on that is incredible, but I have no interest in the concept or okay, it, it, I just I don't.
1: I'll, I'll I'll watch the first episode. Watch and the first, first you know. episode.
0: Of, it's like I if you listed all those people, I'd be, oh that sounds interesting. And I've watched trailers and clips, and it looks bad.
1: Yeah, so, that's fine. I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, but uh, it's not gonna be the first show I watch. This is straight up bad. No, but I do have to agree with you. I did like Riverdale a
0: lot. I think what's gonna be the the turning point for me is I have to decide if I like it enough to have to sit down and deal with that extra 20 minutes of CW self promotion every time I watch it.
1: Yeah be a strain. that's gonna be hard but yeah I, I i recommend it for everyone it is pretty good yeah um i think that's it i think so i i don't know if there's any more random ramblings we can pack into this episode no we we, we covered it all we talked about dc news got my Kim Possible plug yeah um i'm gonna have the longest list of, like, references
0: when I go back and edit this. I hope so. Because I, I use those, like, right up the episode description as I, I re listen to it and I edit it. It's going to be such a goddamn long list. It'll be a good one. But it's good. It gives me more stuff to work with. So, uh, but yeah, and that does it. So we are at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm at Lordifer on all of those same things. I'm at Cameron.dexter on all those oh, things. Oh, he got it. I got one it. One go this time. And uh, of course, we are part of the Nerd of School network. Uh, so go check out NerdofSchool.com to see stuff about shows they do and the improv classes mm-hmm. and sketch classes, that sort of stuff. yeah,
1: check out the other podcasts. yeah, we always plug Trevor's Christ of Two podcasts, a podcast of two worlds that one yeah Ooh, I got I, I got the other comic. yeah, and, well, I guess it's on it's on the books now so we can
0: actually officially announce it. Well, I guess it was already put up on Facebook too, but yeah, yeah. we're we're teaming with Trevor's podcast and then uh novice and Frank, and we're going to do an episode all about the Lego Batman movie which yeah I will
1: from when this comes out it'll probably be another week two week, weeks yeah a week or yeah. two after um
0: i am the more I see the movie I'm actually super excited for it yeah did you have you listened to
1: novice and Frank yet i guiltfully I have to admit i haven't i I really enjoyed it yeah. if, if people are are interested in like the um more, I, we we dabble in the history of some yeah. of these uh, some of these episodes. They really know their stuff okay. with the history of comics, and they don't just go into like characters, but they'll go into whole like story origins and um, kind of reasons behind why the industry does the things that it does. It's very very fascinating. Oh, cool. They they bounce around a lot. I'm excited to to pick their brains when I meet them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I will go listen to that, which I should definitely do before we uh, all team up on. A crossover podcast but uh, i'm super excited for that so look out for that soon it'll be our first bonus episode yeah so but i think now we're officially done yeah i don't think there's anything else so yeah we'll talk to you guys next week all right bye the nerdist school network for class and show information visit nerdist